Let's talk about Bird Box. Hello, my name is Delcy Alonzo Valadez, and I am here with a very good high school friend, Alexis Cooper. Today we are going to discuss what it means to be a good mother, as well as whether or not Mallory was a good mother in the book of Bird Box. We are going to start off with the question, what does it mean to be a good mother? What do you think, Alexis? I feel that being a good mother means that the parent is rising the child to be the best they can be, while also providing the indescribable feeling of comfort no matter the age of the child. Being a good mother means to be there through all the obstacles life throws your child, while also lifting them up so they can reach for the stars and grab one. What do you think, Delcy? I completely agree with everything you said. A good mother also has to have patience with their children, no matter the time or place. They have to be strong, humble, empathetic, respectful, and supportive. These are all important characteristics to have for a strong relationship with your children. In your personal opinion, do you think Mallory was a good mother in the book, Bird Box? In the book, Mallory's dialogue is very short, which shows she is not much of a people person, which led me to infer that she would not be a strong mother because of the stressful situation she is going through. It is not until she is forced to protect her children and the young child of a fallen friend from supernatural forces that she realizes what a maternal force of nature she can be because without her they would not have been able to survive as babies however i believe mallory is a good mother she protected the kids and she always went out of her way to keep them healthy and alive a huge example of mallory being a good mother would have to be the amount of effort she put forth in order to keep both children alive since birth the amount of time she took to train the children to be able to survive in the world she would show discipline to the children when they took their blindfolds off, such as scaring them and beating them in order to teach them to not take the blindfolds off. Over the years, she had taught the children to use their other senses, such as hearing and touch, to be able to maneuver around by themselves. Mallory trained them so well that their hearing was incredible for such a young child. When they were traveling down the river, Mallory's arm was cut open and they could hear the tears running down her face, even though they were silent. Another reason she could be classified as a good mother would be the amount of time and effort she took to train the kids when she could have been out there on her own trying to survive, which could have been a lot easier to do without children. Another example of Mallory expressing the traits of being a good mother is her ability to take someone else's child into her own hands. She did not have to promise Olympia that she would take the girl's life into her own hands considering she already has to take her own son's life into her, her own hands. Dealing with a child while this is happening cannot and would not be easy considering they are seen as a weakness because they are not able to provide or protect themselves. Having one child during this situation would be hard enough but two made it incredibly hard on her but she pulled through and was the best mother she could be. What about the fact that she would leave the children to go to the bar in order to find supplies, food, and water to give them a better shot at living? Mallory also tried to give them the best chances to a normal childhood as she could. The kind of toys they had to play with were bike corns and wood pieces. That was not much, but she still tried to give them the best life she could. I understand where you're coming from and I totally agree. I think overall she was a very good mother because no matter the circumstance, she always chose the children before herself. 
which shows her responsibility as a mother. All right, now on to the next topic. We are now going to explain how The Bird Box is both a supernatural horror story and a psychological horror story. First off, what is supernatural and psychological, Delcy? Supernatural is attributed to some force beyond scientific understanding or the laws of nature and psychological is affecting or arising in the mind related to the mental and emotional state of a person. Psychological horror relies on the character's fears and emotional instabilities to scare the reader and supernatural horror can have ghosts, demons, vampires, werewolves, zombies, anything that is considered supernatural. Do you by any chance know of a psychological horror throughout the story, Lexi? Actually, yes, I do. Do you remember towards the beginning of the book when Mallory, Jules, Felix, Tom, Don, Cheryl, and Olympia were all in a house to keep safe? After a while, they heard a knock at the door who turned out to be some stranger named Gary. Gary claims to have come from another refuge in which he left due to a fellow refugee, Frank. Gary describes Frank as a man who the other people thought were were crazy. He kept a notebook in which he explained that the creatures were not there to harm them and that people only went insane because they were weak-minded and believed that was what they were supposed to do. Gary explains that one day Frank left his notebook leaving the doors open and tearing down the window drapes, exposing all the housemates to the creatures. Mallory goes through Gary's belongings and finds what is clearly Frank's notebook and a that Gary is probably Frank. Mallory confronts him and the housemates evict Gary. This is an example of psychological horror because Gary tried to convince the house that the creatures were not there to harm them. An example of a supernatural horror in the novel is when both Mallory and Olympia were giving birth and Gary took the advantage of this situation to open the doors and rip down the window covers, letting creatures into the house the appearance of the creatures drives everyone mad except Mallory as she keeps her eyes closed and covers the eyes of both her own and Olympia's child. This is supernatural because this does not happen in our current lives. This is taken a form of creature who changes anyone it comes to eye contact with. Also another example of psychological is when Mallory is traveling down the river in order to get to the self-contained refuge. As they are rowing, there's a man in the boat who is trying to convince them to take their blindfolds off and look at the creature because it's beautiful. But Mallory was not having that, so she quickly got away from him to continue down to the river for safety. This is psychological because the man they ran into is trying to convince them to look, which is messing with their mental state in order to get them to look and go mad. On to the next topic, Alexis. Overall, how do you think they did with recreating the book with the movie, Alexis? Also, which did you prefer? I actually preferred the book over the movie because of how much more in-depth they go in with detail and explanation. Which do you prefer, Delcy? I also feel that they did overall interpret the book very well, but also they missed a lot of information and also changed details from the book. Do you have any examples of differences in the book and the movie, Delcy? I completely agree with you. I would much rather prefer the book over the movie any day. Let's start with the names of Mallory's sister in both the novel and the movie. In the movie, her name was Jess, and in the book, her name was Shannon. In the novel, her and Mallory barricade themselves in their apartment for months before she accidentally sees one of the creatures and takes her own life in the bathroom. 
In the movie, Jess sees the creatures and commits suicide after a car accident. Also, the setting in the novel, it, it was taken place in Detroit, and in the movie, it was taken place in Northern California. Also, Douglas was not in the novel, and in the movie, he was. He was. Douglas was someone who only cared for himself. He was very rude and always had something smart to say. What examples of difference do you have, Alexis? A difference I saw was in the character Tom. In the movie, Tom and Mallory had interest in each other, and he helped her raise the kids. And in the novel, Tom dies before the children were even born, but he still had a special role in which, in the novel, which was being a leader of the group who made decisions for everyone's well-being. Also, the father of Mallory's son in the novel was just a one-night stand who wouldn't answer her calls. And in the movie, the father was her current boyfriend who recently just moved out. I believe that the book and the movie had some very small differences while others were drastically different. In my opinion, when you were reading the book, if you really imagined and pictured everything in your head, then it was 100% better than the movie. I completely agree with that. I feel as if all books are usually better than the movies anyway. Alright guys, we want to thank you all for tuning in and listening to our podcast. We greatly appreciate it. It would be amazing if you guys could hit that subscribe button because we post weekly with new topics every week that you don't want to miss. Bye. Bye.